This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a lovely Friday here in Pittsburgh. And it's also lovely because, Matt, we're less than a week out from the NFL draft. Right now, how about it? I mean, by this time next week, we will know who the Steelers took in the first round. And we will be prepping for this round two and three. Yeah, I'm not sure what the drive schedule is for next week. I don't think we'll do. We won't do one. We'll do on Wednesday. We won't do one on Friday because we'll. No. You and I are on the radio all night long. I know Thursday night and Friday and Saturday. (laughs) I get no breaks starting 9 p.m. Thursday till close. So I don't think we'll be doing drives Friday, but Monday we'll be in it heavy and, you know, just check out our coverage anyway. Yeah. We'll have uh, lots of good stuff on SNR for you all to listen to. We'll talk to draft picks. We'll talk to coaches. Uh, We'll talk about the draft picks and uh, all that good stuff. Lots of fun stuff to get through. Uh, One thing I wanted to get through today, Matt, to start the show off is that Mark Mark Sessler on NFL.com did a little project here where he ranked every quarterback draft class since the year 2000. Yeah. Okay. I like it. And yeah, so I I just want to run through this. When people talk about this current draft class and how it's awful Mm -hmm. and none, none of these guys should be first round draft picks. Let's just roll through this and see who have been guys who have been first round draft picks. And he also has guys who have hit in each of these drafts, like even even if they weren't. So he gives you every quarterback that's been drafted in each draft class. We'll start at the top. No surprise there. The 2004 draft class is number one. Yeah, I think it's yeah, you know, a pretty easy one to be honest with you. Eli uh, Manning at one, Philip Rivers yeah. at four, Ben Roethlisberger at eleven, J.P. Lossman at twenty-two. But then Matt Schaub in round three. Matt Schaub's an amazing hit in round three. Yeah, there's a couple things I'm going to say here. Is first of all, I think this exercise will give people sort of a recent and historical context of what you can expect out of a, a quarterback class. These are the great ones. These are the terrible ones. This one will surely end up being somewhere in between. It won't be the worst one ever. It won't be the best one ever. But I also, and I'm glad you said that about Shaw because that was a big thing I was to take away from this is not only is I, I think there'll be three hall of famers and, and with the first three guys taken, but if you get a, a career like Matt Schaub's at 90 overall, that's a huge win. I mean, like like, he's an eight to 10 year starter and and played pretty well. He won a lot of games in this league. He lasted a long time. Like we probably said something similar when the Steelers took Mason Rudolph. If you get a match job, like career out of Mason Rudolph in the third round, that's a huge hit. Absolutely. Uh, Even, you know, Luke McCown in round four went one Oh six. You know, there's, there's some guys there that, that hung around for a long, long time. Uh, and coincidentally, like Luke McCown was part of the reason, I can tell you this from firsthand knowledge, why the Browns didn't think they had a quarterback need. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they, they had high hopes for him. Yeah. Uh, he has the 2017 draft class ranked second. Might be still a little early on that, but I, I do. I mean, hey, uh, Patrick Mahomes carries a lot Sean of Watson. Here's the thing. Mitch Trubisky went second overall in that draft. He has the guys bolded who have been to a Pro Bowl. Oh, okay. I was wondering what the criteria was for these. Yeah. Guys. Trubisky, Mahomes, and Watson all went to Pro Bowls. Mm-hmm. People forget that about Mitch Trubisky. He's been a Pro Bowl quarterback. 
Now, he's performed at a pretty high level. I mean, I'll be the first to admit Pro Bowl quarterback is not the, the bar that it should be. You know, I mean, right. The, no, I had, yeah, yeah. Gerard went to one year, and, you know, I mean, there's been some bad ones. But Trubisky's been a productive quarterback in this league. He's if not you, a an obvious miss. If you take out his rookie year when he went, I think, four and 10 as a starter, mm-hmm. he's 25 and uh, if he went four and 10, I think it was 25 and 11 as a starter yeah. since without that's, the greatest supporting cast in the world either. That, that's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, that was the, the Sean Kim, here. Though. Yeah. Some Hills on this list too. It was in this class. I mean, Undrafted. Yeah. As was Nick Mullins. Yeah. These are both guys that have been yeah. around, been around for a long time. Um, Deshaun Kaiser went in the second round at 52, which is where the Steelers like picked Kaiser, this year, by the way. Yeah, I was wrong about Kaiser. Davis Webb at 87, CJ Beathard at 104, Josh Dobbs went at 135, Nathan Peterman at 171. Um, and then, as you mentioned, uh, Taysom Hill, Nick Mullins went undrafted that year and are still in the league. Uh, Mahomes and Watson could have Roethlisberger, Manning, Rivers like careers. They carry a lot of weight. Yeah. 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 Um, his third rated class is the 2018 class. This one might be really early on to put that high. Yeah. Because it's Josh. I mean, Baker Mayfield at one, Sam Darnold at three, Josh Allen at seven, Josh Rosen at 10, Lamar Jackson at 32, Mason Rudolph at 76, Kyle Laletta at 108, Mike White at 171, uh, Luke Falk at 199, Tanner Lee at 203. I mean, there are a lot of guys in this draft class that just didn't. Yeah, picked. Yeah. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks in the class. But if you're looking at, at, at true hits, it's Allen and, and Lamar Jackson, and that's it. It is, but I think Mayfield carries a little bit of weight. He doesn't, contrary to what we often say, and, you know, he doesn't stink. He hasn't had a terrible career. I mean, Darnold's been bad. Baker Mayfield a starter for somebody next year? I think so. I think so. I mean, I think he's one of the best 32 in the world. I'm not I sure mean, that he is, though. I don't love him. Don't get me wrong. I, we rarely say good things about Baker, but. I mean, I think he's one of the best 32, probably one of the best 25. You know? The longer this situation goes, though, the less chance there is that he is a starter next year. I mean, we may know this time next week. We may. Yeah. You know? We may. But Allen and Jackson carry a lot of – I mean, what's the difference between Allen and Jackson versus Mahomes and uh, Watson? One year. <laughs> yeah, I was saying. I mean, Mahomes has rings. Couple, Yeah, a couple of Super Bowl appearances. Right. I mean – it's pretty comparable. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Coming in fourth. Early, but it's pretty good. Coming in fourth is 2020. There's a, a little bit of recency bias here. Mm-hmm. I think. Without a doubt. Because some of this, you know, we could we could be down this road in a couple of years and some of these guys have changed teams. Um, you know, all of a sudden Very now likely. they're they're back up somewhere. Those kind of things ha- happen here. But there right now, there are some guys starting. It's Joe Burrow, the 2020 group. Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Love, Jalen Hurts, Jacob Eason, James Morgan at 125. Jake Fromm. I can't even tell you who took James Morgan. Jets, but was it Jet? Yeah. yeah. J- Jake Fromm at 167. Jake Luton at 189. And a bunch of uh, seventh rounders. Um, you know, Herbert and Burrow, I get it. They carry a lot of weight. They sure do, but we don't. We don't know what Jordan Love is. We really don't know what Tua is, to be quite honest. 
I say I might put two on the Baker tier in terms of how much weight I would give to a class. Hertz is at least a starter. I mean, there's yeah. five potential starters there. I don't know what you do with Love. Burrow and Herbert are strong. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I'd be shocked if they crash, you know, and the, the, what they're doing is a mirage. 2005 draft class is fifth. That was Alex Smith, number one. Aaron Rodgers went at 24. Jason yeah. Campbell at 25. How about that, man? Flip-flop those guys. And All right. Wow. <laughs> that would be a heck of a <laughs> – we, we drafted my buddy Charlie Fry from Akron that year. Yeah. I was in Cleveland. Uh, that was a 67. Andrew Walter at 69. David Green at 85. Kyle Orton at 106. Stefan LaFleur at 121. Dan Orlovsky at 145. Adrian McPherson at 152. Derek Anderson. Yeah. In yeah, round six Anderson at 213. Yeah. Uh, James Killian at 229. Matt Castle. At 230, Ryan Fitzpatrick at 250. You can make it. Fitzpatrick have some weight. You can make an argument that this draft class is better overall than the last two. Yeah. Again, that's where I get the recency bias here. Right. I mean, Rodgers is. You got an all-time great. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the most. He might deserve the most weight of anyone in this conversation. Smith was never bad. Like, Smith had a better career than Baker. Oh, Absolutely. Clearly, yeah, absolutely. Patrick started a ton of games. Castle started a ton of games, and it's been a while. I mean, this was 2005 draft, but I don't remember Jason Campbell being a disaster. I mean, he certainly wasn't Rodgers or Smith, but right. Derek Anderson went to a Pro Bowl. Uh, Mm -hmm. Castle was in a Pro Bowl. Kyle Orton was a starter for a while. I mean, there's yeah, yeah, it's a good group. Some guys in that. Kyle Orton was a starter. Yeah, Andrew Walter was a starter for a little. I'm not sure. I might be making that up. (laughs) <laughs> pretty good on the air <laughs> but there's some guys there's there's some depth in that draft yeah and a star and, a, and an absolute first ballot hall of famer yeah. yeah uh in 2012 andrew luck at number one robert griffin at number two ryan Tannehill at number eight brandon whedon at 22 what the one thing that you see on here is a lot of browns mistakes a lot of browns mistakes yeah Brock Osweiler at 57. Ooh. Uh, Russell Wilson and Nick Foles at 75 and 88. Kirk Cousins at 102. That's a home run. 102, yeah. you get that guy? Right. Ryan Lindley at 185. B.J. Coleman and Chandler Harnish uh, in the seventh round. And Case Keenum was undrafted that year. Yeah, that's a nice pickup, too. He counts. I would contend that this would be second-ish if Luck didn't retire. Well, just with, I mean, you got Super Bowl winners here. Right. You've got a lot of Pro Bowls. Your third and fourth. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, I think Luck would have been a Hall of Fame type guy. I think Wilson's a Hall of Fame type guy. Actually, the two guys who were drafted in the third round both won Super Bowls. Yeah, wow. Interesting. Nick Foles. (laughs) Go figure. That's a good class, though. Yeah, absolutely. Griffin, I think, is a bust, even though he did go to a Pro Bowl. But, I mean, he didn't hold up his end, end of the bargain. No, I agree with that. At seven, 2001 draft class. That was Michael Vick, number one overall. Not another quarterback taken in the first round. Drew Brees went 32. Remember, there weren't. uh, Right. They took Tomlins in the first pick. and then Now he would have been a first rounder now, but that's not. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quincy Carter at 53. He started some games. Uh, Marcus Tuiasasopo at 59. Chris Wenke in round four. Sage Rosenfels in round four. Jesse Palmer. In round four, Mike McMahon in round five, A.J. Feely 
in round five. Josh Booty and Josh Heupel in round six. No seventh rounders that year. This isn't to me. This is that's a middle so of the road. Awesome, yeah. But this is a little early to bring these guys up. I mean, Vic's career, I guess, is a success, but there's a lot of what could have been there too. You know, I yeah. mean, but Breeze just carries a ton of weight. Some of those other guys were starters here and there, but not good ones. No, right, right. I was gonna say that the quality across the board of this class isn't very good. It's too. Yeah. I'll bet we probably like some of these next ones better than that. In yeah. fact, I, I I would take the 2003 class over that. He, they're, they're at number yeah. eight. Carson Palmer, number one. Byron Leftwich at number seven. Kyle Bowler at 19. Rex Grossman at 22. Uh, Dave Ragone and Chris Sims in round three. Seneca Wallace in round four. R- Brian St. Pierre in round five. Uh, Drew Henson, Brooks Bollinger, Cliff Kingsbury yeah. in round six. Uh, Jabran Ham- Hamdon. Uh, in round seven, as was Ken Dorsey. This is the coaching draft. And uh, Tony Romo was undrafted that year. I was about to say before you said Kingsbury's name, boy, a lot of these guys are in the media. And then, wow, there's a couple coaches here too. (laughs) (laughs) These these mid to late round picks make really good coaches (laughs) and media guys, but not necessarily on the field. Yeah. Leftwich wasn't a bad player. Leftwich wasn't a bad player. Uh, Romo, Romo carries a ton of weight here. Romo, Romo carries a lot of weight. Carson Palmer carries a lot of weight for me. Rex Grossman took a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. That's not horrible. I mean, like I'd put Palmer over Vic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, career-wise. Yeah. I and mean, he's still ahead of Romo, but that's I think this class is better than the last one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's certainly more depth there, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the 2008 draft class. This one might be better. Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco in, in, in the first round. Yeah. Quality careers for both. Brian Brom and Chad Henney in round Henney two. Henney still be playing. Yeah. Uh, Kevin O'Connell in round three. John David Booty, Dennis Dixon, Josh Johnson, Eric Ainge in round five. Josh Johnson still you can't kill him. No, no he's like a yeah, – he's going to survive a nuclear war. Uh, Colt Brennan and Andre Woodson in round six. Matt Flynn and Alex Brink in round seven. Another coach there, though, Kevin O'Connell. Head yeah. coach. Joe Flacco never made a Pro Bowl. I was going to say that, too. I'm like, why isn't he in bold? I can't believe that. No, I mean, Brady, Roethlisberger, Manning. I mean, that, that's those guys dominated the Pro Bowl. Yeah, true. Now, yeah. Ryan and Flacco, though, are successful first-round That picks. carries a lot of weight for me. That's strong, yeah. Long-time yeah. starters, won a lot of games. Yeah. Both both went to Super Bowls. You know, that that's a pretty good class. This uh, next two- one's really interesting to me because this, this class was awesome. This is a Cam Hayward draft that is loaded with studs in the first round. And, like, the only guys that bust from that draft were quarterbacks. Not Cam Newton at one. Not Cam Newton. He was good. But Jake Locker at eight, Blaine Gabbard at 10, Christian Ponder at 12. Those guys were all busts. Right. That was eight, 10, and 12. And the guys that went seven, nine, 11, 13 were studs. Tyron but then, and JJ then you had Andy Dalton and Colin Kaepernick at 35 and 36. Kaepernick's a success, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Ryan Millette at 74, Ricky Stanzi, TJ Yates, and Nathan. Enderly in the fifth round, Tyrod Taylor in the sixth. That's a huge hit. Huge hit. That's like a Fitzpatrick-like hit. Yeah. Greg McElroy in the seventh round. And Terrell Pryor was a supplemental third-round pick that year. 
Greg McElroy on the air. I was listening to him the other day. So again, a lot of late round picks turn into uh, media folks and coaches. Yeah, that's a pretty good draft class. That's a pretty good draft class. Yeah. At 14, Blake Bortles at three, Johnny Manziel at 22, another Browns mistake. Teddy Bridgewater at 32, Derek Carr at 36, Jimmy Garoppolo went at 62. Uh, then you had Logan Thomas and Tom Savage in round four. Aaron Murray, A.J. McCurry. No. no. work doesn't count here. Right. Aaron Murray and A.J. McCarron in round five. Zach Mettenberg, David Fales, Ken, Keith Wenning, Taj Boyd, and Garrett Gilbert in six. round six. Jimmy is the second best one here. I guess he never made a Pro Bowl, but – Carr's a hit and a very successful second-round pick. Jimmy, to me, is a very successful late second-round pick. Round one wasn't so great. How would, how would history be changed if instead of taking Johnny Manziel at 22, the Browns had taken Bridgewater, Carr, or Garoppolo? Right, right. All three of those guys would, would have been much better picks than Johnny Manziel at 22. It wouldn't have hurt the team like Manziel did. They'd them. probably still be starting for those guys. Probably. I don't know about Bridgewater, but probably, yeah. Well, he would have never gotten hurt like he, he did in Minnesota. I mean, it would you know, that's the butterfly effect. But mm-hmm. I mean, Manziel set the team backwards. None of those guys would have set the team backwards. Yeah, he used a 22nd pick on a quarterback that, again, once again, making another quarterback mistake. A lot of Browns talk here. But uh, this one good wow. Yeah. Jared Goff at one, Carson Wentz at two. Paxton Lynch at 26, Christian Hackenberg at 51, Jacoby Brissett at 91, Cody Kessler at 93. In the fourth round, Connor Cook, Dak Prescott, Cardell Jones, Kevin Hogan in the fifth round. In the sixth round, it was Nate Sudfeld, Jake Ruddock, uh, Brandon Allen, and Jeff Driscoll with uh, Brandon Doty in round seven. It's kind of just Dak at this point, unfortunately. It is, yeah. I mean – Brissett's done some good things for a third-round pick. I mean, Goff and Wentz are two of the best 32 quarterbacks in the league. They're both starters still, and they will be probably for the next couple of years. They're not. I mean, Hackenberg was my god. Lynch and Hackenberg, yeah. Back to back. Ooh, ugly. But Dak's a home run. I mean, as good a home run as you'll ever find. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, in 13th rated class is the year 2000. This Chad, one's interesting. Chad Pennington went one. It was good, by the way. And and went 18th overall. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good good player. Giovanni Carmasi at 65. Chris Redman at 75. T. Martin in round five. Round six had Mark Bolger at 168. Spurgeon win at 183. Some guy named Tom Brady at 199. Todd Huzak at 202. Juwan Sider at 205. Tim Rattay, Jarius Jackson, Joe Hamilton. In round seven, and undrafted were Doug Johnson and Billy Volick. Doug Johnson, not so bad. Not so bad. I can make the argument that should be much higher. That's what I was sitting here thinking was Brady. <laughs> this class has more Super Bowl rings than any other. I can promise you that. Without a doubt. And Bolger, you know, Bolger was a pretty good quarterback. Pennington was a pretty good quarterback. Right. How is that not higher? I mean, Brady's the best quarterback. I mean, he's if, if you're going to put Rodgers in the, the class that high. Basically by himself. Right. I mean, Alex Smith's probably better than Pennington or Bolger, but not by leaps and bounds. But there's not two of them. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. I mean, no one has more rings in this class. I can promise you that. <laughs> Maybe ever. Ever, right. 
that brings us to 2019. This was Kyler Murray, number one overall. Daniel it's Jones. Worse and worse, too. Dwayne Haskins at 15. Drew Locke at 42. Will Greer at 100. Uh, in round four, it was Ryan Finley and Jarrett Stidham. Round five was Easton Stick, Clayton Thorson. Uh, you had in round six, Gardner Minshew and Trace McSorley. And then David Blau and Duck Hodges, undrafted. Oh, look at that. This one's pretty bad. It's a pretty bad class. I mean, Jones could change his, the opinion of himself. I don't think Locke will. Minshew, I, I can see Minshew getting another start a shot at some point. I like Minshew. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that, too. Like, I'll take Minshew in the sixth round all day long. But that's not going to save the class. No. Kyler, I'm not going to say he's a bust or could be a bust, but there's some questions about him. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and much of it, you know, it's the size, which was a question coming out. But then it's the leadership. It's the leadership, and exactly. Uh, he's not somebody I would put a lot of faith in right now. That's the number 14 class, folks. That was They had the number one overall pick, the sixth overall pick, and the 15th overall pick. Yeah. Is there a quarterback this year drafted? Well, there won't be one one. Is there one drafted before Daniel Jones was taken at six? I don't think. That's the earliest I think one could go at six, the Panthers. Yeah. The 2015 draft. I don't even know how you put this one in here. Yeah. It's 15th ranked 2021 class. Yeah. We know what that was. It has to be an incomplete. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even graded it. Yeah. I think we'd skip it. Although Davis Mills looks good for being a third rounder. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see what, you know, Kellamon or Kyle Trask, some of these guys, what they turn into. Uh, the 16th, yeah, we're 16, 16th rated class, 2009, Matthew Stafford, Mark Sanchez, <laughs> Josh Freeman, Pat White, Stephen McGee in the fourth round, uh, in round five, Rhett Bomar and Nate Davis, round six, Tom Brandstatter, Mike Teal, Keith Knoll, Curtis Painter, the great Curtis Painter, <laughs> Spicoli, Chase Daniel and Brian Hoyer were both in that class. Nice to rapid pickups. This class should have been higher. Stafford carries a lot of weight. Stafford carries a lot of weight. Whether you like Sanchez or not, and I'm not a huge Sanchez fan. Sure. But he did have some success early in his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a total bust. Brian Hoyer and Chase Daniel are still playing as undrafted guys. Yeah. I mean, we- this this class doesn't have. I would put the, I would put this class ahead of the uh, ahead of the 2019 class. Oh yeah, I agree. It's not even close. Yeah, what I was going to say is this class doesn't have a, a Flacco, but I'll take Stafford a little over Ryan, and we just talked about that class a long time ago. I mean, you know, Kyler Murray can only hope to have a Matthew Stafford like career. Well, Arizona would be thrilled if they that happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand that that one at all. Mm-mm. No, I agree. Uh, 17 draft class, Ooh, 17th rated draft classes to 2015. Not a lot of picks here. It was Winston and Mart Mariota, one and two. Garrett Grayson and Sean Mannion in round three. Bryce Petty in round four. Brett Hundley in round five. And Trevor Simeon in round seven. It's kind of interesting to me. I didn't realize this till just doing this. Only two quarterbacks drafted in the top 74, and they were one and two. Yeah. When people talk about this draft class, this draft class is better than that draft class. Yes. It has more depth. I mean, I would argue that the 
college prospect version of Winston or Mariota would go ahead of any of these guys coming out. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I couldn't argue against that. But but there's only two of them. But there's not. just the two of them. Right, right, right. There's five quarterbacks that are certain to be drafted in the top. In the top seventy-five. Certainly in the top seventy-five. Probably in the top sixty. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. And yeah, you might get a, You might get us. You might get a sixth by the time pick seventy-five rolls around. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. The 2006 draft class is, comes in at number 18. That was Vince Young at three, Matt Leinart at 10, Jay Cutler at 11 in the second round, Kellen Clemens and Tavarius Jackson in the third round, Charlie Whitehurst and Brody Coyle. Uh, in round four, it was Brad Smith. Round five was Engel Martin and Omar Jacobs. Round six was Reggie McDeal and Bruce Gronkowski. And then bringing up the rear in the seventh round was DJ Shockley. Let's give Bruce a little shout out at 194. Also a media member like that. But Cutler's the best of this group. I mean, Vince yeah. Young was a bust. Sorry, I can't give Vince Young a whole lot of credit here. Liner was a bust. It's a pretty bad class. Really bad class. Yeah. The 19th rated draft class was the 2010 class. Sam Bradford, number one overall. Tim Tebow at 25. Little Jimmy Clausen in the second round at 48. Colt McCoy in round three. Mike Kafka at 122 in round four. Round five was John Skelton and Jonathan Crompton. Round six, Rusty Smith, Dan Lefevre, Joe Webb, Tony Pike. And then in round seven was Levi Brown, not the offensive tackle. Uh, Sean Koff, no. Canfield, and Zach Robinson. Yeah, not good. Tim Bradford made $130 million in his career. Yeah. It had a 34, 48 and one record injuries, (laughs) constantly changing teams, never made a pro bowl, never uh, just never made the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know that he was a colossal Jamarcus Russell bust. No, he wasn't that, you know, but But it it was a pretty, pretty big nothing else around him in this class. Right. Tebow 25. Come on. Yeah. At number 20 is the 2002 draft class. That was David Carr, number one, Joey Harrington, number three, Patrick Ramsey, number 32. Bust a bust a bust a bust. Yeah, this is horrible. Uh, in round three, it was Josh McCown at 81. He might be the best of the group. Uh, round four, David Gerard and Rohan Davey. I mentioned the low bar of making the Pro Bowl. David Gerard is in there. Yeah. Uh, round five was Randy Fasani, Kirk Kittner, Brandon Doman, and Craig Nall. JT O'Sullivan and Stephen Belisari went in round six. In round seven, Seth Burford, Jeff Kelly, Ronald Curry, Wes Pate, and undrafted that year were Sean Hill and Chad Hutchinson. That, my friends, is a bad draft class. I mean, David Carr didn't have much of a chance. He had no chance, yeah. But he did nothing. Harrington was horrible. I mean, the only person who would the only person who would say that David Carr had a, a successful career is probably Derek Carr, and he would just be repaying his brother for all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Again, a lot of bad spots for uh, people in the media. Yeah. Josh McCown might be a good coach someday too. And at twenty-one was the two thousand thirteen yeah. draft class. EJ Manuel at sixteen, Geno Smith at thirty-nine, Mike Glennon. At 73. In round four, you had Matt Barkley, Ryan Nasib, Tyler Wilson, and Landry Jones. In round seven, Brad Sorensen, Zach Dysert, BJ Daniels, Sean Renfrey, and notably undrafted was Matt McGloin. 
This is a class okay. that people wor- should be worried about. If the Steelers go into this and say, we have to take a quarterback. Right. None of these guys were even good prospects at the time. Right. I mean, Manuel was overdrafted. The second, everyone knew that. When, when Manuel went in the first round, everybody went, huh? I mean, this sounds crazy, and it's not 100% true, but Landry Jones has somewhat of a case to say he's the best one in the group. <laughs> I mean, Mike Lennon and Geno Smith are fighting. They're probably, yeah, they're probably the top two guys. So bad. And then you're, and then it's Landry Jones. Like it's, that's a bad draft class. No way is this class resemble this one, the upcoming one. No, not at all. And then the worst draft class in the, in this millennium is the 2007 draft class of Jamarcus Russell, number one overall. Brady Quinn, another Browns mistake at 22. Kevin Cobb in the second round, along with John Beck and Drew Stanton. In round three, it was Trent Edwards. In round four, Isaiah Stanbeck. In round five, Jeff Rowe and Troy Smith. In round six, Jordan Palmer. In round seven, Tyler Thigpen. And a notable undrafted was Matt Moore. And he might have been the best of the group. (laughs) Marcus Russell might be the biggest bust in draft history. Yeah. But I do want people to remember, if you weren't following things in 2007, when the Raiders made that pick, and remember, Calvin Johnson was second, who was about the easiest guy to scout in the world. <laughs> no one said, boy, the Raiders are crazy. Right. You know, I mean, sure things aren't sure things. They are not, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah. Boy, I mean, it's, it's, classes it, Holy it's probably the toughest to address or look at of any position in football. No, no doubt. And if you put him in a bad situation, like that worries me with Lawrence. You know, if that situation yeah. doesn't improve soon – you can only do so much because you, you, you can't measure what's between the guy's head. You can't mm-hmm. measure between his ears. All right. And I'm not saying that, well, he's a mental midget or anything like that. You, you don't no. know how they're going to deal with not having success. Yeah. Or everybody handles, everybody handles that stuff differently. On the field. I mean, a lot of the mental aspects of it, not just even the off the field, and yeah. leadership, but, you know, tons of that stuff. Because a lot of that stuff they're guessing at. And the pressure they deal with and dealing with, they got money in their pocket now. And yeah. yeah. Spokesman for the, for the franchise, the face of the franchise, all like all that stuff. Yeah. Huge insurance commercials or whatever Baker's dealing with right now. Yeah. That was Mark Sessler's ranking of every, every quarterback draft class since 2000. Uh, we'll see where this one ranks here. Maybe next year he'll do a similar thing. Uh, I would guess it probably comes in somewhere towards that 15 ish after year one. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in that range, right? Yeah, but we'll see. All right. Uh, you know, some of these guys in, in five years from now, we may have a completely different look at this one, but we'll see. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.